90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, you guys. How are you? And by you guys, I mean Kelly. <laughs> Am I enough for you, Sharon, this week? Am you I are, enough? You may be too much for me sometimes, yeah. Kelly. But I mean that in the nicest possible way. Adam is off this week. He'll be back for our next show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for today, we're going old school. Straight up, Kelly and Sharon. <laughs> Should I have put, like, tape? <laughs> Just hold your hand up there. Not here right now. Yeah. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, pulling on the, my neck. Yeah. Yes, you don't want to do that. Adam's allowed to take some time off, and he did. Yep. Um... And, oh, pardon my dog. He's here <laughs> and hungry all the time. Got it. Um, but for today, coming fresh off the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we're allowed to say Super Bowl, I think, because they don't sponsor this show in any way. Yeah. <laughs> nor are we making any money off them in any way. But to be safe, maybe we call it the big game? No, Super Bowl is already done. Can we call it the big bowl? The big bowl game. <laughs> Lame. The bulliest no, the of game. them all. <laughs> the yeah. bulliest of them all. Great game. So uh, we'll talk about the game. Yeah. Obvi. Uh, but we'll also talk about a lot of the fun surrounding of a big game. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, halftime show, lots to discuss there because uh, we ended up seeing a few previous halftime show stars in the crowd mm-hmm. at the big game, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them was in a commercial with her hubby. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. We've also got, um, well, Kelly's trivia to make you feel whatever level of smart. We'll see what her questions are like and then go from there. <laughs> uh, a 90s rewind that'll end up being the perfect musical companion to your flashback. And of course, uh, with halftime shows in mind, Rihanna did her homework before taking on the cabillions of people that would have watched that show. And studied some halftime shows that preceded her, so I figured we should probably start there. How do you think she do? How do you think she do? <laughs> she is. Uh, she does okay. She's one cool character. Totally. Like, oh my god. She's just. She's just cool. Yeah, she seemed pretty chill. I know that uh, I watched the the interview with Michael Strahan that he had done a few days earlier. And he mentioned the number of people that would be watching her. And she's like, thanks a lot. Thanks for saying that. Really appreciate that. And he's like, oh, do you get nervous? And she's like, yeah. Uh, but I think she went in prepared, which is yeah. to say that she's coming off of seven years since her last live performance. And this is this is your, your welcome back. Nice pick, Rihanna. <laughs> that just shows you what a baller she is, that her first gig back is Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. And uh, now, here's the... As you know, I work nope. for the, the pop station, and I remember yes, that between do. 2012, I think it was, and 2016, she released an album every November for four years straight. Isn't that wild? And then she's been on this hiatus now also for like five years at this point, like, or something like that. With I think, yeah, her last her last album would have, full album would have been 2016's, uh, and I never know how they pronounce it. Is it anti? Is it anti? I don't know. It's A-N-T-I. I'm not sure how she pronounced it, but that's the one. It's funny to have such a powerful, small word have multiple pronunciations in both. And make you feel stupid because you're like, which one is it really? And the funny thing is I remember at the time Googling it. I'm like, what, how is she pronouncing this? Still don't know. Anyways. But I I saw her perform uh, at the Bell Center here in Montreal, I guess in 2016 or 2017. And she's just like, it's funny that she said she's nervous because like she definitely does not put that out on stage. She just walks around like a boss. And she didn't look nervous at all. But you have to... 
Yeah, I guess you have to shut it off a little bit in order to save yourself from losing your marbles in front of everybody. And then having to sort of literally maintain a balancing act on the stage that she uh, put together. I can imagine that the show, I thought it was, you know, fun to watch. And she's at a level now where there's so many hits that you miss the ones that she didn't do, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, But when you're granted like 13 minutes of performance time, you know that something's not going to happen. Some fans are going to be like, oh, I can't believe she didn't do this or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, I think it must have been amazing for people in Arizona at the game watching those visuals, the way that she had those platforms sort of seemingly floating in the air. Real cool. Yeah, that was that. What right away I was like, this is a boss stage. Like the fact that it's floating yeah. all over the place, and she's just, you know. And then also, it was like so simple in a way. You know what yeah. I mean? It was her and her dancers. And I also liked that she was like, I don't need anybody coming on stage with me, thanks. Even though she has like a million collaborators over the, the, the her career, <laughs> but she's like, like nope. huge names that she could have just called and said, "You want to meet me at the Super Bowl?" And they would have been like, "Sure." Yeah. <laughs> And wasn't one of the rumors was Drake and another one was uh, Jay-Z and Jay-Z was there. Mm -hmm. Wasn't he or her? I think he was her musical coordinator or something like that. Something, right? Oh, I'm sure he helped her probably plan out her medley or whatever. So naturally, this was all a part of the the rumor mill as to who was going to be showing up. So when nobody did, you're like, that's right. It's sort of like a retrospective appreciation for what she did because she did it on her own. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and even like, her her outfit, right, which obviously showcased baby bump number two, it was just no so kidding. cool the way she did it too. Because she was like, "Here it is," like you know, <laughs> yeah. It was just so great. Like she was just chill. And it's funny because I saw the video of her coming off stage, and again, like she seemed so happy with what went down. She did not look that she had been nervous at all. Like, and even on stage, she did not look nervous. Zero, like zero mm-hmm. percent, did she look nervous? She just looked like she's like, "I'm here." Well, I think that's what they, what I, the, my guess is that you get to that level of performance and you, you know that you're, you know, performing in front of that number of people, at least the ones that are there. And what was it, like 60,000 people at least mm-hmm. uh, there. Yeah. And the millions of people that were watching around the world. Uh, I think you have to be able to shut the emotions off to a point where, you know, you're not dead to yeah. it, but that it doesn't affect what you have to do. And I think yeah. that's a certain you know, next level superstar. And she's clearly that. Yeah. She's also the most, um, or the highest paid female artist on the planet, I believe. Pretty incredible, eh? Yeah. And also I I remember reading, I don't know if I told you this before, but there was an article that came out like maybe two years ago. Um, she has the most, uh, return on her influence. So like with her fans. So like if she's like, uh, buy Kleenex, like X amount of people, will buy Kleenex because she's told really? them to do it. Wow. Kleenex, if you'd well, like to support our podcast. <laughs> please buy us some Kleenex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't need Kleenex. We need straight up cash. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for Rihanna, what she had said, I like that she had studied previous performances, and one of them was uh, Beyonce, mm-hmm. obviously. He say obviously because she's Queen Bee, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but that was 2013, that's 10 years ago that Beyonce did the, the halftime show. Why does it seem like 10 years ago seems like a million now? Like, or that she just did it a couple of years ago. That's yeah. kind of what it feels like. 10 years ago is an eternity almost, especially when you think of what she had in her halftime show, which was 
you know, she welcomed Coldplay, uh, Bruno Mars, huge names. And then she, you know, got Destiny's Child back together. (laughs) What the heck? That's incredible. So to contrast that with Rihanna doing it on her own, it's pretty amazing. Didn't Madonna have Beyonce come out? I know she had uh, the people, not, why am I saying right said Fred? Not right said Fred. The ones who had that LMF, yeah, LMFAO, they came out. Yeah. And then did she have Nicki Minaj come out for her also? Ooh, I don't remember that. But there were, because she did. There was somebody else, yeah. Katy Perry did 2015, I believe it was, which already is like bananas that was that long ago. Know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny because yeah. I saw this article also. Clearly, I read lots of articles, by the way, because I keep mentioning that I've been reading articles. Um, <laughs> but they had an article about the. Uh, like like this particular author of the article's top seven picks of like best Super Bowls ever. And yep. I was impressed that they said Katy Perry because it's true. Like Katy Perry's mm-hmm. was, she had Lenny Kravitz, she had Missy Elliott and she had her hits and she had the big lion and left shark. Yeah. It's it, so it, again, you think of like, it would have been fun for Rihanna to have somebody, but it's also good to have a reset point of, okay, here it is. Yeah. This is the halftime show. And it, should have been enough, yeah. you know, and I don't think that there was any negative reviews No, aside from maybe people wondering, you know, how come there wasn't a guest or whatever. But yeah. when you get to a point where there's big names like Beyonce, Madonna, Katy Perry, who bring other big names in their halftime shows, when does it, when is it enough? Yeah. You know, like it's almost like she had to bring it back here and just make it a good solid show. Yeah. Which did I think the it was. Weekend, I can't, he did it two or three years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Did he, his was a bit different too. His was different. He spent seven million dollars of his own money on it. Yes. So, because I, like I just found this out too. today, and maybe because I read another article, Sharon, been reading lots. Not another article. Where do you find the time? <laughs> on my phone. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I think I knew this already, but like, was reminded of the fact that the artists do not get paid to do Super Bowl because their return on investment is that there's so many eyes watching that they're, you know, their streams are going to go up. They're, you know, they're getting lots of. Uh, influence that way so they don't get paid the sponsors pay for the halftime show so because you know all of this costs money to put on and that's why the weekend he put in seven million dollars of his own because he wanted to make sure it was like to the level that he wanted it to be right and as far as i know he's the only one that's ever paid extra isn't that crazy though when you think of it you're not going to get paid for the super bowl we, as a league, will continue to charge millions and millions of dollars for in advertising time to, you know, other businesses. Uh, we can't give you any money. Yeah. It's a bit ridiculous, especially when you consider what, what is the return on streams? Like, it's fractions of pennies. Well, yeah. It? Like, yeah. you have to get a lot in order to get anything. Yeah. So, it's a, it's a bit lame, I think. Je agree. Oh, very français, Kelly. <laughs> Um, why don't we get into some trivia? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Do we allow for some sound effects? Pshaw, pshaw, pshaw. <laughs> yeah. Adam, as you're editing this, <laughs> uh, let's put in that, that theme song. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought we'd just have fun tonight. So I'm going to, or today I should say. So I, uh, I really wish you luck on these ones, Sharon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and one of these, I think, well, I think you're going to get this first one for sure. So news and politics. In 1992, the FDA in the U.S. announced a voluntary moratorium on the use of silicone what? 
What year? 92. Why do I want to say, say breasts? Breasts. Yeah. Implants. Breast implants. <laughs> implants. S- silicone breast implants. <laughs> Finish the thought, Highland. Breasts. <laughs> implants. <laughs> the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Kaboobal. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, how about question number two then? Yeah, here we are. Anything <laughs> as good as that? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, here we go. So uh, inline skates are more commonly known by what name? Rollerblade. Go, girl. Who needs Adam? <laughs> if you could give easy questions like this every show, that would be good. Yeah, just for this week. So back to you. I loved my rollerblades. I've never tried rollerblades. What? Never. Do you know how to skate? I do. I know how to skate and I know how to roller skate, but I've never... Ooh. Okay, yeah. well, those are two different things, as you know. Yeah. Well, no, actually, if you're using um, women's skates, it's the same as roller skating. You're pushing off the pick in women's skates. Right. But for for boys' skates, yeah, whatever, I, I that's the, those are the skates I wear, you're pushing off to the side, so it's similar to... That's like inline skating. Okay. So, because roller skates have the stopper at the front, so you push off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas there's no, oh yeah, there's a brake on the back of inline skates, so you're putting your feet, a foot up. Oh, right, okay. To bring yourself to a stop like that. Can you see that? I felt I would kill myself, so I've never tried it. Well, there's all kinds of like padding and stuff, right? You can get the knee pads, the shin guards, the, and wrist ones were always, I used to wear them on my knees, because I always envisioned myself hitting a rock and going flying. Yeah. And then I thought... Well, it's probably not going to happen. But now that you've thought of it, you know, like, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I wore the wrist guards because your natural inclination when you're falling is to put your hands down. Yeah. And that was broken wrists were a pretty common thing for, yeah. for inline skating. So, yeah, I did that. Did you have any incidents <laughs> or were you? Um, did I ever fall? I never fell, I don't think. Oh, that's good. And it's learning how, similar to skating when you're learning how to skate when you're young. Um Sort of jumping off into the snowbank is helpful. So <laughs> learning how to, you know, step onto the grass and walking, you can end up walking on your rollerblades and that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I remember seeing <laughs> no a few one... people like whiz by me uh, when they were all the rage and I was like, uh, that's risky. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, we have, uh, you know, when uh, the Grand Prix, which is a famous F1 event in Montreal mm-hmm. and the track, the Circuit Gilles Villeneuve, he was a famous racer, obviously anybody who knows racing knows that. Uh, but we have the circuit in Montreal, and we used to host back in the '90s. We hosted uh, like rollerblading events where you would come and you have a chance to win rollerblades or chance to win movie passes or stuff. So we would do these things on Wednesdays, and we'd skate the circuit. Oh, that's amazing! Which is perfect because n- the only cars that are allowed on it are during Grand Prix, right? Uh, not so no other ones. So you could walk cycle or rollerblade and so the surface was super smooth there was no potholes or anything Mm -hmm. that montreal is also known for so it's like a great workout amazing dudes yeah i missed out sharon well there's still time here still here (laughs) don't kill myself nope how about this though uh the line grab me a glazed (laughs) How amazing. Not only funny to see Ben Affleck working the drive-thru 
at uh, Dunkin' Donuts, but to see his wife drive up and say, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Ben yeah. Affleck and, and J-Lo in the Dunkin' Donuts commercial for the Super Bowl was incredible. Yeah. I just thought it was, it just showed how, I think, easygoing they are, how regular in their superstardom they are. Yeah. And and him talking about how, how uh, you know, growing up in, in uh, Boston, that uh, Dunkin' Donuts is... Uh, like their logo, if you've ever been to Boston, you know their logo is Boston Runs on Duncan. Like that's their go-to oh, coffee place. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's, like he says that, you know, that's right. You know, when I'm there, that's the coffee I drink. It's totally, like Dunkin' Donuts are everywhere in Boston. Um, certainly not as frequent in LA. He says, so his teenage girls are like, okay. You know? <laughs> um but yeah, he talks about being in Little League and, and uh, you know, after the game, going to get some munchkins at Dunkin' Donuts. So it was, so he says, people probably already think I work there, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> but Whoever I, I love was how, in the marketing uh, department, you know, had a good plan to hit him up to, because yeah, it's hilarious. I saw the part with J-Lo and I love how she's so good at anything. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. obviously going to be a super serious actress, but then she's really good at comedy also, I find. So yeah. Yeah. We just watched the movie, and why am I blanking on the name of the movie? Oh, is movie? it the one with Josh Duhamel, the new one? Yeah. Isn't it? What's it called? It's like Early wedding Proposal or? or something, or like uh, ah. Shotgun Wedding, is that it? Shotgun Wedding, that's there exactly it. Was it good? Uh, yes, surprisingly, because I had heard that it wasn't. Yeah. And I don't, I don't normally listen to reviews, yeah. because, well, especially if it's someone I don't know, I find that professional reviewers tend to give you too much and obviously it's their job to give you their opinion but it tends to be too much of their opinion to to cast a shadow on what i would like i my wheels turn so i start thinking about what they're saying and what that will mean and oh okay well that must mean it's going to end this way i just want to be able to go in clean you yeah. know yep and i'd already heard from a, a couple of people that were like it wasn't their best or wasn't their best or whatever and i thought it looks like it's going to be funny and it was different mm-hmm but it really was very entertaining. That's like what you there were surprise twists and 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 action and and stuff. I thought and and laughs too. Like it's a pretty solid cast. Great, Lenny Kravitz. Come on, nice to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought they did a great job. Really worth it. That's amazing. Oh, then I'll, was it on Netflix? Uh yeah, Netflix or Crave. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll give it a go because I I knew it was coming and 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 yeah. Usually I love anything that J Lo does. So she's good. She's my like, girl. She's good in in an action angle too. <clears throat> like she's good as a as she plays regular really well. Yep. Ultimately, is what I'm going for here. <laughs> regular until you know, and then when she needs a shotgun, she she can do that too. <laughs> you know which show that um I'm blanking on was it called Shades of Blue? Her, her one that... Oh, that, yeah. That, I love that show. And, and he's now passed away, which is too bad also. But... Um, and I'm forgetting the name of the actor who was the, the... The guy from Goodfellas, right? Him? Joe Pesci? No. Oh, Ray Liotta. Ray yes. Liotta, him. Yeah. Yes. They were on that show together. And so was um, the chick from uh, Sopranos. Uh, Michael's Edie girlfriend. Balco? Sorry? Not Edie. Fe oh, that girl. Yeah, yeah. Her. Why am I forgetting all the names tonight? Anyways, her, the blonde girl. 
the one that uh, um, who was with Christopher. Christopher, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one. I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. Anyway, she was great in the cat. They were. It was such a great show, and I think they did two or three seasons. Maybe it was great. I think it was called Shades of Blue. Anyways, very sad that it was over, and obviously sad that he passed away. Um, and I think that's already been over a year, right, or two years since he passed. It's crazy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I can't be expected to remember if you don't, Kelly. And that yeah, show was 2016, by the way. What was 2016? And it's Drea DiMatteo. Oh, Drea DiMatteo. Yes, her. Mm-hmm. It's normally Adam that will find us the answers to these questions. But I've snuck off Stepped the into the role. I did it. It's exhausting. Good job. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, what else do we want to talk about today, Kel? Um, you let me know when we talk about listener mail. Oh, yeah. You want to do that before we do um, your rewind? Our 90s rewind? Yeah. Sure. Um, mail. So uh, we got some, uh, again, we get lots of comments on the YouTube channel. And so uh, we got some comments from Rachel and uh, and Caroline. Rachel. Yep. <laughs> Rachel, CJ, uh, they were, uh, they were, they missed us so much last week. <gasps> Oh, that's nice. And they Thank said you. that we really do bring um, like entertainment and light and joy to their lives. So I thought that was really wow. sweet. And I'm not trying to blow our own horn. I just really appreciate that they would take the time to send yeah. us such a kind note. And uh, we'll Thank keep you. striving to be uh, goofy as per usual. So. Well, I, I followed through on my commitment to at least trying Kath and Kim. Oh, did you? How'd that go? It went really well. I think I'm I'm only three episodes in. Yeah. But it's so funny to watch. <laughs> it's got such an interesting flow to it that, uh, and they're quirky characters. Yeah. Uh, and I love Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> she's such a, like, she's a woman of the world, this yeah. character. Oh, my God. Funny. When I they love did that, that actually dating. now, like, I just realized that show has a Sharon and a Kel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> a purveyor uh, of fine meats. it's funny what was he talking about she was worried about uh, someone being gay and he said well uh, I was in the navy of course (laughs) kind of thing like of course I've tried things or whatever and she was she was yeah was that that was the episode where she was concerned her daughter was gay right yeah because it was so like sitcom-y yeah. the way things were going she was like around the corner overhearing something or hearing sounds or whatever and oh my god they are funny like, yeah. ma'am? Yeah. yeah, and her uh, her home perm nightmare is amazing. Oh, man. So good. But you know what it is? Like, you're like, look at it. She's just so confident. Yeah. And she's she's not like, she's not in your face. She's not cocky. She's just, she's happy with herself. Yeah. And I love that. It's so and funny. They Elaine are is, funny. is very much into it. So all of a sudden she'll be like, it's nice, unusual. It's different. Like, I get that it's random like, yeah. throughout the day. <laughs> I love that. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a couple of lines, though. Like, you get wrapped up in it, and you sort of have to, like, get into the groove of, yeah. of the dialect almost, you know? Yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, I got to I gotta get better at it. Yeah. So, uh, my process has started. Yeah. Rachel, yeah. I will keep on trying. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Sharon. <laughs> that's great. Anyways, uh, so that's that our list Sharon character, too. She's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, for sending the mail into our mailbag, yeah. you guys. No, we appreciate the feedback, obviously. Ultimately, we're happy that we're connecting with you guys on any level. So thank you for letting us know that you're out there. Yes. 
when we're trying to be out there. Hey, <laughs> let's bring it back in here for a second because we'll do a 90s rewind. We got uh, got news earlier today that uh, Dave from De La Soul had passed. 54 years old. Sort of hits home for me, Kel. And that's how old I am. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's too young to go. Um, a major influence in hip hop. And that album, Three Feet High and Rising for De La Soul, was just... Like, that's a, a starting point for a lot of people. If you're unfamiliar, obviously, there is your, your go-to starting point. But influential in within their friends, like the people that have expressed their uh, gratitude and their friendship and their, uh, their, you know, rest in peace wishes have included a lot of big names, um, not the least of which Chuck D. Like, yep. Chuck D is, it doesn't get much bigger than him. But referring to Dave as uh, as his brother, I think yeah. is saying something really nice. And also, the way things worked uh, back in the day. Yes. Like, Three Feet High and Rising came out in the spring of 1989. And the way releases worked, and kind of still do today, which is weird, uh, the record company will release singles. So singles were still coming from that album almost a full year later. Mm-hmm. Which is why uh, we're going to take... Um, your 90s rewind to around this time in 1990 because it got me thinking of that song Buddy which it seems like everybody was in that video everybody from A Tribe Called Quest Q-Tip is in the video has a singing part in that Moni Love Queen Latifah and all kind of having fun in this seemingly low budget but super fun looking video mm-hmm. and it really honestly felt like I was back in 1990 watching it so that was really cool um, along with Rock set. Oh, Same yeah. deal. That song was released late 89, and we were still enjoying that chart-wise in 1990. That would have been um, that would have been their hit before It Must Have Been Love, actually. Mm. So it wasn't just a big ballad that set the tone for Rock Set. We were into them way before that. Also, um, we'll wrap it up in a couple of tune flashbacks with a now element, too. But the B-52s and Rome. Mm-hmm was featured on uh, 11 on my speakers. <laughs> uh, same deal with, um, and I thought this was interesting too, because I love Chicago. I love a horn section. What kind of man would I be was on the charts around this time in 1990. For a band that got its start, um, you know, more than 20 years prior to 1990, that they were still effective and uh, making good music in 1990 was impressive still. And not, you know, not for nothing. They're a great band. Mm-hmm. Now, to wrap up this flashback, I go to one of our early guests on the show, Michael Bolton. <laughs> Remember, Cal? What would Michael Bolton say? You'd ask him a question? He'd answer. That was before we had video proof that no one was actually here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael Bolton's How Am I Supposed to Live Without You rounds out our... Um, our 90s rewind and it brings us into a now element because he was on the kelly clarkson show last week right and he has got something going on i don't remember the name of his supposed syndrome and i say supposed because i don't know for sure that he had it has it but the internet says he does okay and so uh when she introduced him as a guest he was already there seated seated didn't walk out okay and his Movements were minimized. It didn't seem like he had a lot of range. But vocally, he was there. It also seemed like he was a bit softer in his delivery. Yeah. And this is me just way overanalyzing. 
So it seems he's got something. Oh. Um, but like she was talking about, you know, she to him was saying, you're one of the best voices out there. What you do to a song is incredible. And he said, I think that about you. And she's like, what? Like she totally wasn't expecting the compliment. And, and he says, when I walk by the house, the TV and, and your show is on and I hear you singing, I stop and I sit and I listen to your notes. And he says, and they're all perfect. And she was somewhat stunned by it because she is Kelly Clarkson. There is zero wrong with her delivery. Yep. She is that damn good. And that she is, you know, at a point where she's just that comfortable. She's not braggy. She's humble mm-hmm. to for her to watch her get compliments like that, that she is so deserving of from someone who is totally knows what he's talking about was such a nice moment. I thought to tie it in, you know, to the nineties mm-hmm. and the now, like mm-hmm. she's a student of her craft. That is obvious. Oh yeah. Uh, but she appreciates the feedback and, and what she gets from someone like Michael Walton being that good. Uh, that, that has to mean something. Did you see um, her and pink together? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how, I could watch that all day. How amazing. I was like, I, I was just like, when are they going to drop a single? When are they going to drop a single? No kidding. And that's another thing. I mean, Pink is amazing. She she knows what she's doing. She's such a strong delivery. Her, her performance is very physical. So to be able to deliver vocally and physical mm-hmm. is a challenge um, that she meets every single time. But Kelly, watching her watch Pink and just fitting in, like, again, she just knows what she's doing she's that skilled a vocalist i thought and it was just amazing to sort of (laughs) deb and i are watching like "Uh, yeah (laughs) look at look at how good they are they're just they were just so good and true what how come that hasn't happened yet how come they haven't uh, released a song it's crazy also i like that ping describes herself as an aggressive hummingbird (laughs) yeah (laughs) that That was the best description of of herself ever it was accurate (laughs) (laughs) yep Totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, Cal, I've talked your ear off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not La Sharon, lady of the world. Oh, you do. Yeah. Who are you calling a lady? <laughs> um, we'll be back again uh, for another dose of 90s now mm-hmm. in, uh, in a week or so. And uh, Adam will be here for that. And that'll be great. Yep. So fear not. He'll be with us. Uh, but thank you again for uh, for dropping stuff in our mailbag. We appreciate that very much. Uh, for finding us wherever it is that you do. Hey, man, thanks. You know what, Kel, side note for a sec. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks back, if not a few weeks ago, we've been ending the show with you offering up new music. A, do you have any today? Uh, nothing. And it's note. okay if you don't. Because the fact that Sam Smith's Unholy was one of your early suggestions mm-hmm. and the fact that it is as huge as it is right now... Thanks, Sharon. Gets, gets you applause. I appreciate that. Thank you. Like you were on that right away. Yeah, it was That's sick. Sam the Smith minute I heard Kim it, Petras, I, right? I was like, "This is this is going." And it's and it was different for him also, like different from his yeah. sound. And uh, yeah. by the way, if you really want to see Sam's, and I apologize because I think I just said his. So they, my apologies, they. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam's uh, Instagram is a good place to see their transition of um their their i guess like ease with fashion or their next level of fashion that they've gone to because before sam was always in suits 
and now embracing so much color. Like it was always like black suits and, you know, tuxedos, all that. And now Sam is in all this like fluorescent colors and just reds and he and sorry, they are just it's 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 incredible. Uh, the stylist that Sam's working with and just the amazing, um, I think, understanding of their uh, what they're wanting to put out in the world. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, their confidence is uh, is evident. Yeah. And it's nice to witness that. It's pretty cool to be on the uh, receiving end of that sort of a transformation to to, to see people come into themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can tell Sam that. is now where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, especially and I feel giving like a if, hand up to others, right? Like Yeah. And I feel doing... like if George Michael was still alive, they'd be buds. I think you're right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of George Michael, we have to talk about uh, the Rock Hall nominations, the long list anyways. We'll probably yeah. talk about that next time. Okay. Because George is on it. I love George. I love it too. I love it too. <laughs> I love George also. How about that? Is that better? <laughs> Way better. <laughs> I'm sure George, wherever he is, is appreciating our, our support. Yes, our repartee. Remember mm-hmm. when we used to make fun of him falling out of cars? No. Well, buckle up, George. Yeah. <laughs> may, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he did not die by falling out of a car. No, he didn't. Or a tree. No. I love George so much. I was just thinking the other day, I'm not lying, how much I miss him. I literally, like, I think he's the vocalist I miss the most. Like, I just, I miss him so much. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I feel like there could have been so much more, especially after oh, yeah. he did Symphonica. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that, uh, well, you and I both saw him in 2008 here in Montreal. and Oh, my God. That was a show and a half. Yeah. All right. All right, Cal. <laughs> we said goodbye like five solid minutes yeah, ago. Okay. We're still here, We're though, like so. Cher on the Goodbye World Tour. <laughs> yeah. Cher and Kiss, the farewell tour that lasts 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to 90s Now still happening.